0: first is
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Local Ear Shop Podcast, I'm your host Brad Biggs, Jonathan Grissom's with me, More Bands Media, how you doing today buddy? I'm doing just fine. It's been a long week, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that nice silence at the end of that, like everybody just there's a silent agreement there, I'm like okay, okay. I guess I'm not the only one, okay. Cool. It's been that long. Been that long. <laughs> All week. Yeah. We got a guest in with us today, we got Chris Gomez from Perseus checking back
2: in with us man, how you been? Good. Oh, you hear that, audience? (laughs) All right, guys, thanks. I love being here. We can actually
1: put that in, no problem.
2: (laughs) Cool, it's good to be back. I appreciate it.
1: Well, uh, man, last time you were here was in the spring, and, man, things have changed quite a bit on the the live music front. So uh, how's things in the Perseus camp, and how are things in
2: the post-COVID world we're living in these days? I've noticed uh, since a lot of the big bands have stopped, doing shows or they have set up shows and then cancel last minute yeah all our your local bands have been popping in those that don't have covid a lot of bands end up getting covid we ended up having almost all of us got it i don't know why i didn't get it but we had to cancel a couple of shows due to covid but um it's been good i mean in the midst of chaos there's always some kind of opportunity that pops up so uh we've been a band that have played a lot during this year this past year we've we've had a lot of shows mainly because we've stuck it together and we're we have a fucking headstrong attitude and we don't want to turn anything down but right yeah. No. uh yeah we've been lucky we've been playing a lot so it's good well it seems
1: like there's <clears throat> excuse me there's been a lot of opportunity like you said with like the vacuum of when a band say like that I don't want to say a B level, but we'll say like a second billing, a band on its way up, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, someone gets sick. It kind of makes a void for a band at the local level to get that exposure. So there's this, there's this kind of interesting thing happening with that. Mm -hmm. And it's in, and from stories you hear back in the day, there's like a rivalry kind of attitude between bands. But through this, it seems like there's been a lot of cohesion, a lot of people kind of working together or even like, Oh, your drummer got sick you know do you need a drummer or this that or the other so how's have y'all seen this kind of the same thing on y'all's front in the metal world i mean that's kind of where i've seen it just at large
2: yeah we've gotten closer to some bands uh, a lot of bands in tulsa we've gotten close with during all this time bands like saber tooth they're a new band we did a show with them went great now we want to do a show with them in colorado we uh good bands with uh and told Tulsa, like Wolf Ugly, brand new, yeah. young kids, seen them kind of punk music, really good songwriting with really strong lyrics, Yeah, yeah. Uh, we blended some shows with them, liked them a lot, and we've gotten close to Sign the Lies, Oklahoma-based band, that we weren't that close, but now we're pretty close, you know, we dig each other a lot, and doing some shows together, so... Very cool.
1: How's it? How's it been with with y'all? As I know,
2: y'all got the Rocklahoma,
1: dude. How did that go?
2: That was awesome. It uh, <laughs> was uh, highs and lows, man. They got Rocklahoma is chaos, man. I don't know if you ever been. You ever been to Rocklahoma?
1: No, no. I've been to festivals. I've never been to Rocklahoma though. He's going to
3: Louder Than Life uh, after this Wait, show. Similar, Hockey, yeah. It's yeah.
2: three day festival type thing, or yeah, it's
3: like three, three, four days. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. me, Alex, Christina, like his
2: girlfriend. First time going to one of these.
3: Uh, that one, that big, yeah. But I mean, I work for Live Nation, so like I've and I've worked in venues and music, big stuff. So I've I've been to events, mm-hmm. but I I opted to get a hotel because yeah. I was just like I'm not I'm not going to be sleeping in no yeah. like, camp area. Yeah, that's rough that's, it, that's yeah. the
2: first thing. It, when you're going to go to these big festivals, you have the option to camp in a tent or you rent an RV, which is going to cost you some money, or if, stay in a hotel, which yeah. is money well spent because you get a shower and you get. <laughs> to leave the concert and sleep but uh yeah this year we rented a uh rv and had to buy a generator and stayed out there thursday friday saturday sunday night and uh, and it was hot hot as balls man it was pretty damn hot (laughs) but that AC, you'd be surprised how well RV ACs work. <laughs> it gets ice cold, I and mean, we had to go buy a blanket. It was cold, man, which I liked. Hey, but yeah, it was that hot. Yeah. Uh, Rocklahoma is a blast, dude. It's so fun. It's just fun if you love music at heart, like like I do. So many bands, everyone's there. Love music. It's a big party, nonstop party. Everyone have, having a good time. I didn't come across anyone not having a great time the atmosphere is just good did you
1: get an opportunity to run across anybody like you know just you're a fan of in the modern like music scene or anybody that was like a real standout inspiration to you or anything did you get an opportunity
2: to run into anybody 2019 I did uh Sully Erna from Godsmack came out to the campground and looked at some stages and while the one we were playing I'm not sure if you saw us play or not but I didn't get to talk to him but I saw him and it was cool but I I didn't see anyone famous or anything. It's so big and they have their yeah. own area back there. Slept not play, that was fucking awesome. Uh Andrew WK was I love him. He was awesome. Dude,
1: he's one of those guys that's like, oh yeah, him. What's mm-hmm. he been up to? He never left. He just
2: <laughs> <laughs> His songs are interesting, man. Yeah,
1: he he's throws got, a lot in there, man. Throws
2: that piano in there. It sounds like ice cream man music but metal. <laughs> it's like I love it. So good.
1: Well, um, so what was the outcome of it? I mean what time did you guys hit the stage and how did it all go?
2: Yeah. We're scheduled to play on Thursday night in the campground. So if you if you'd never been to Rock, Oklahoma, you have the main gate. Inside the main gate are where the big bands play, Slipknot knot, everything. There's three stages in there. Outside of those gates is the campground area and within those campgrounds there's several other stages where local bands will play and for the campers, so you might get I think we had their 400 maybe 500 people watching us play in the campgrounds on uh, sunday night so we played thursday night it went awesome we're supposed to play saturday night and inclement weather possible lightning canceled the show so we're like oh we were bummed you know <laughs> and so we were gonna leave like because we weren't scheduling anymore like this sucks this, i don't want to leave rocklahoma on this bad note right, so yeah. we tried pulling some strings we ended up getting put on on sunday night Thank God we played like 1 a.m. Sunday night, killer crowd. We I mean, was so many people there. It was awesome. awesome. We had a really good, uh, yeah, really good outcome. People liked it and stuff. We played. We went hard, so it was awesome.
1: Man, that's awesome to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeding off the energy of you right now with that one. That's that's good because the last year and a half or so has been such a minefield trying to navigate everything and and still be able to catch a live show here and there. So it's good to. It's good that, um, you know, everything went off without a hitch, you know. Yeah.
2: Some kind of good stories coming out of there, so. Yeah. But we had a little mistake with scheduling. We uh, we knew that Rocklahoma was the top of, it's our apex of live shows right now. As part of that Rocklahoma show. So many people, such a good crowd. People ripping your clothes off. Nice. Begging you, for, <laughs> give me a pick, man. <laughs> Jeremy almost got pulled off stage by his nuts. Who? By several chicks. (laughs) Other guy's like, give me your hat, man. Give me your hat. It's all sweaty. I don't care. (laughs) So here you go. It's
3: like, I'm not a, this is my actual hat. (laughs) I'm not giving this away. I own this. I love this
2: hat. (laughs) This chick that wanted Alex's shirt. Give me your shirt. It's like, it's all sweaty. I don't care. (laughs) Chicks, it was awesome. So so like, man, it's going to be hard to top that. So, we had three shows scheduled the very next weekend. The very next weekend, three shows. Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and Lawton. And we said, amongst ourselves, like, I bet you no one's going to be there. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. It's going to be hard to top this. <laughs> so, we, we played yeah. the, that past weekend, and nobody came. It was <laughs> Everyone was partied out for Oklahoma. Everyone got their concert effects, it seemed like. So, very little people came to Tulsa. Very little people came to Oklahoma City. But in Lawton... Made up for it. We had a pretty good, decent crowd in Lawton, so it was good. It was good. We pushed really hard the, those two weeks, but
1: man, I, I could imagine. I mean, I've I don't I've never done a multi-day festival. We had one.
3: Oh shit! Did my mic just go out? I hear you. I still hear you. No, that was me. Oh, because you have you have background noise. Oh, uh, the airplane. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to use my mic. it Likes to pick up a lot of the background because of where it's placed. You can still,
1: hmm. You can still go? Oh, okay. Well, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs>
3: sorry <laughs> no that's all good
1: uh, probably So if i go there. like
3: this and oh no, you're good you're good you're on this mic yeah that's why i'm saying that's it's background that's
1: where so. it dropped out yeah. okay okay my bad well how, how are how are things as far as the, the the perseus camp as far as uh new ideas y'all got in the room to flesh out any songs or y'all yeah. just keeping the live show tight and just pushing forward
2: yeah so uh we're in a rut right now that we have a plan to get out of we have we only have one album, right? We've played the same album the past two years. And I'm sick of it. I'm sure the crowd's sick of it. So that's a problem. But we have a new song already written. We just have to practice it, get tight, and go record it. So that's coming up. We're going to get that done before the end of this year and have it out 2022, early. Um, and so in order to combat that fatigue, we throw in some new covers, man that's another thing people love covers especially when you play a good cover well and it's a good song When people recognize so we throw in uh, Limp Bizkit break stuff
1: man I've yeah I've seen y'all do that and I don't care who you are from the early aughts as we are that song gets a crowd moving like I don't give a shit your opinions on Limp Bizkit that song yeah. gets a crowd moving yeah. and it sure does man <laughs> <laughs> and
2: that's that's just the way it is. I mean, people recognize it number one, it's a giant song around mm-hmm. the world and number two it's a good song. It's groovy it's, Yeah. You know, mosh to, it to it, has got a bounce to it. So people will go nuts on that song. And we threw in uh After the Burial, uh, Lost in the Static, which is really heavy, you know, a little more modern, but you know, as long as you play it right, there's a really technical breakdown in the middle of that song and people like that song a lot. And we threw in uh, Gojira Stranded, which is really groovy, and we threw that in. It sounds really cool. We're working on uh, doing a corn cover, and that's about it right now. But so we threw in some covers to liven up the set, and we also do a a cover of um, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, is Hans Zimmerman or Hans Zimmer? I forgot. That
1: rings a bell, but I don't know exactly who it is.
2: He does movie scores, uh, music for movies like Inception or Interstellar. Real. Uh, Synthesizer driven, creepy sounds. Okay. So we took one of his songs from the movie Inception, I believe. It's called Mombasa. And it's a four minute score of this cool synthy sound stuff, you know. So we'll play that while our drummer does a drum solo. And then I come in playing the guitar on the notes that he's playing on his piano. And then we all come in on this little breakdown part. And so it's. Pretty cool, like switch it up. I haven't seen any bands do that, so that's something that we we do that's different. You know, we cover a Hans Zimmer song. Well. Yeah, I
1: mean, for uh, if, if anybody out there listening hasn't seen y'all's live show, y'all are a, y'all are a heavy metal band. I mean, y'all y'all bring the heat and um...
2: try to bring, keep the party alive. We're for a sure. party band at heart. We started out as a party band, so every show is a party. To so got it's gotta be a good time. You
1: know. Yeah, the granny panties was a. I don't mm. know. Shock to the system, I think, when we seen you.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, man! Uh, that joke started a uh, shelter in place, man. We got this joke going with them. We go to their show, throw a big old panties at them. They come to our shows, throw a big old panties at us. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's fun. That was awesome, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad on uh, everything's kind of moving forward. It's it's weird, you know. It's it's like there's a demand for music but there's also a fear of seeing live music so it's i think i think people are starting to kind of just say fuck it and yeah and go because you know
2: there was a two-day concert deal going on 89th street last month Uh, that was called ray fest uh the local scene had this guy named ray who would come to every show a little short guy ray was awesome ray do you know Ray. ray yeah I didn't know yeah, the lot. very last I time him. I
3: saw him actually was at uh, the Slayer concert. That was right before he died, and yeah. uh, me and Alex saw him up there. Yeah, Yeah.
2: So. little guy. Everyone knows him. Always talked to everybody. Super fan.
3: Super fan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so he passed away a couple years ago, but so now they throw a concert in his honor every year in Hurray fest and uh, that was Oklahoma City. Everyone came out. I mean, it was packed at uh, 89th Street. Everyone came out. Was moshing. A lot of people got COVID that night. Uh, a lot of people got it, including us. Uh, a lot of guys in the band got it. Lots of people that went, ended up having it. So, it, 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 just uh,
1: your personal opinion here <clears throat> is that kind of something that you think people are going to have to just accept as a risk to enjoy some of this stuff at some point?
2: Yeah. For me, you could get it at the gas station. Next, next time you go to the like
3: Walmart. That's how I look at it. Yeah. you going to get it's it like, either way. I pointed out that the uh, the event that I'm going to, they, they're requiring a vaccine card, right? So I ended up just going to get the Johnson Johnson from the VA. and uh, But they require a vaccine card or a 72-hour test.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm like, the logic there, you're leaving, you're going there. You go to the concert that night. You leave. You go back to a hotel full of random people. You go to a city full of random people. You might go to the grocery store because you want to save a little bit of money with random people, yeah. and then you're going to go back to that venue the next day and the next day. And For next four day. days. Yeah. For four days. But yet, <laughs> but yet, but yet, good thing you got that 72 hour test right before, right? But then I was like, uh, I was like, well, maybe you know, I could feel like that some of it's a money grab, but like they're literally putting rapid test things right next to the gate. Mm-hmm. If somebody tests positive at the gate, how mad are they going to be? Are you really no going to turn, turn them away? Yeah. Are you going to turn them away? Are you going to make? Are you going to make sure that that rapid test always comes up negative? Because I mean, I could see them doing that, where everybody gets a negative tests. Mm-hmm. You know, My problem with
1: that was they didn't give you an out. They didn't offer a, uh, at least not a clear cut refund policy.
3: Yeah, it they basically said you could, sell, uh, you could sell your tickets. That's kind like of sh- you could, you could sell shady, them to somebody man. else or whatever. But they, the part that people didn't like was that they, their policies, the way that they did it was was that they, they launched a policy saying, hey, we have no control over what artists play and stuff like that. And so like everybody demanding refunds because of the, the listing changing, like here's our policy says that you know there's going to be changes because it's a festival for one number two it's it's a you know it's it's a year where people are literally closing out events and losing millions of dollars the artists mm-hmm. losing tons of money and they're 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 dropping out and so uh so like they were like the new policy is no refunds but then about 2 to 3 days later they said hey new policy we're now requiring a covid test uh, and covid vaccine uh, so that so it's like the moment the moment they did that everybody hit the groups and we're like, are you kidding me? Because they said you have to have both vaccines. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if you have both shots and stuff, there's people that they have to go get a COVID test because they don't have their second shot yet. So it's like, so now they can't go to a show because it's, it's, it's,
1: it's a minefield. Like I was saying, you know, I think it, and that goes for both the bands performing, the, the crews working for the bands management all that extra stuff and the fans themselves it's like i get the controversy there's controversy about everything however if we want to do this live music thing and we all want to enjoy this gig i mean we it's like there has to be some cohesion there and it's like 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 you're saying if 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 they're going to require this standard and say people can't get it either in time or maybe they have underlying conditions that they can't get it to not offer a, a clear cut refund policy is not fair. Or another option. A, like other option another option. Something.
3: Set in a, you know, like, because I mean, literally they it's treated, f- they how treated, much were your tickets? last like, four if, days. I remember last year they treated restaurants like, Oh, well this glass little barrier is going to keep you from getting it. My sh- ass. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. <laughs> that is crock of shit. It's so like, like what- you do that. <laughs> then then create a bunch of little booths and say hey you know you can go sit in these stables apparently because we're assholes you know like just do that it's like when they first
1: outlawed and... smoking indoors they people would just fight it and they would actually make plexiglass rooms for yeah. people to go yeah. smoke they'd have their own room but the yeah. smoke would it's
3: out. like yeah okay whatever
1: I mean whatever it I, I'm glad to see it coming back but at the same time as a as just a realist I also understand there's a certain level but... <clears throat> Since Dimebag was killed, it put into reality that there's a inherent risk in going into a crowd yeah. at any anything, anything. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I guess as a as a guy that likes to go to concerts, depending on the concert, it's it, it's a risk I'm willing to take. You yeah. know, I have to take my own precautions. I got the vaccine and everything, but uh, apparently it could still happen. So yeah. it's a risk we take. And to me it 's worth it because that's I mean live music, live entertainments that 's what me and my wife do for like fun, yeah you know <laughs> we don 't really do movies we don 't do that stuff we'll go see a comic or a band
2: yeah so, so I work my full time job I work for the Department of Defense, and so I work in the supply chain, I work with parts, but I know the guys who make big decisions you know the head honchos um, they're just people, man. They're just yeah. normal guys. The government, the gatekeepers, the lawmakers—these are just people. And you you got to uh-huh. do something. You have to protect people from getting sick and dying. Somehow, you got to have some kind of rule to show, hey, we we care about you. We want to try to protect you. You, don't, you know, you don't want—we don't want you to get sick. You got to do something. You have to do something.
1: You just can't do it by force.
2: You can't be by force. Um, but you, you just have to have to do something. I mean, America is the f- most freest. They say I don't know whatever. Part of our liberties and our reasons that America's so awesome is we get to do these concerts. We get to, we have a sense of freedom. We get to go wherever we want, you know. And if it's a full tyrannical country, then maybe they will have. If they want to go to a concert, you gotta get a test. You have to have a test, mandatory by force, to get to the, go to this concert. Or something like that, mandatory vaccine. Yeah, yeah. something like that We're, we don't want that to happen. That's not the U.S. But you gotta
1: consult do your doctor. You know, I mean, if 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 there are situations where people can't get it, no, yeah. you know, that's just the reality. But I mean, that's just my my philosophy is that schedule an appointment with a real doctor, have them run your blood work. Get it checked out and get their opinion. Don't go to Facebook for your oh, yeah. for your uh, medical advice. You know what I mean. So, but I mean that's just kind of our stance on it, anyways. I'm glad concerts are coming back. It's just I think it's I think the hangover from this is going to be a while. Mm-hmm. But also, I think, uh, like I said, with with certain things that happen in in music. With concerts, like Dimebag, or there's Mm -hmm. always something. Uh, 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 There's been stadiums that have collapsed. There's been all these tragic things that have happened, and it's like, at some point, you have to realize, like, okay, when I'm walking into a crowd of five, ten thousand 10,000 people, like, uh, or even just a couple hundred people, like, I'm going to, your your guard goes up a little bit, you know, so.
2: Yeah. Last 2019, Rocklahoma before COVID, going into that crowd... In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, "What if there was a terrorist attack right now? Where would he be? Yeah. Yeah. What would I do?" And that crosses my mind. This year, I didn't have that. I was worried about COVID.
3: So it's always something. <laughs> it's always yeah, some, I mean, it's some, some bad all... guy, some and, uh, man. <laughs> when I was talking to my friends I, uh, last night about the trip, I, I was like, "Yeah, you know, we we definitely got to have a a plan, like a concession plan on how to get out of that venue." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "And they were like, okay." And I was like, "Because here's the thing, like." Y- you have COVID. That's that's going to be there regardless. But but you have a bunch of large bands and about a hundred thousand people or more, probably more, mm-hmm. in a place. And let's say that Metallica, one of their members gets sick or something happens with them that they can't play.
1: Talking to you, Axel they're gonna, Rose. They're going to
3: come on stage and they're going to say, "Hey." Metallica's not playing the show. These people paid a lot of money to see Metallica. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they know what's on the line. They know what money's on the line and all that kind of stuff the bands do. So the chances of that happening are really low. But if it does, those crowds are going to burn that building to the ground. They're going to burn that whole property to the ground because they are going to be pissed because they've been waiting a year and a half for a concert. And now, oh, you know, it's Could you
1: imagine? I mean, imagine the crowds that rioted during the George Floyd thing was probably in the sixty to fifty to sixty thousand. Could you imagine a hundred thousand people at people. a festival There's in one place? Of gr- yeah. yeah well, going it kinda, it kinda off.
3: happened. Have you seen that documentary about the DJ guy that tried to rip all those people off and, Oh the Fire like, Festival? Yeah. kind yeah, yeah. of oh, like, happened there, But it was on an island. kind of But he, you know? he
1: they he, I, I would expect that was something like that. That was like the one of the biggest frauds in history. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well if the concert Planners are any worth of shit at all, there there's contingency plans in place. They will find a replacement. Right. They, they right. have a list of band backup
3: BZ. bands. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and they've been doing really good at that, doing that. Snoop Dogg just dropped out. They they uh put in Falling with Revenge, mm-hmm. which I think is more fitting for the kind of concert it is. It's a metal rock concert. Oh, wait, Falling
1: in Reverse. Falling. In Ronnie Radke's band.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Falling in Revenge or Reverse. Falling so reverse. in Reverse. That's yeah falling in reverse in that's rock alone
2: but limp biscuit had to cancel so they threw Hailstorm up there which i'm not a big Hailstorm fan but i am now you know dude she kills alive. alive i
1: honestly i'm the, I was the same way like i like a couple of their studio tracks but they sound like pop yeah. rock your radio rock you yeah. know but well, then i seen her open for alice cooper and i was like god damn and then i seen her the same year later that year come through with Godsmack, and i was like all right yeah,
2: she she's a I very tap. very talented. It was like, dude when you see someone you're like, Oh, this person's this famous because they're fucking talented. That girl okay. can do it all. Oh, dude. She kills it. It was awesome. Uh they threw up the Who. I forgot who else cancelled, but they threw up the Who, which is uh I think they're us like, that percussion. Uh yeah they are Asian about. guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking awesome dudes, man. They they really kicked ass. Everyone ended up liking them a lot. Uh who else? They there was a last minute replacement every night. That Mastodon ended up getting thrown on last minute. I love Mastodon. Oh, I love
1: those guys. Yeah. They
2: played on Saturday. They had a song. It came out
1: uh, just a few years ago. uh, Toe to Toes. It's the weirdest name for a song. That's the only reason I clicked it on my YouTube feed. And uh, I almost felt like I was rediscovering Mastodon Mm -hmm. because I'd known them, you know, as like kind of that prog rock. Their songs are epic, you know. Mm -hmm. And then this was more like a clear cut, very you know verse chorus very very structured thing so it was different for them, but i really liked it and mm-hmm. it's they, they, their albums god damn guys check out that band mastodon's mm-hmm. fucking awesome
2: yeah <laughs> they really are so it was a pleasure to getting to see them uh slipknot killed it of course but it was fun i mean these last minute bands that drop off they do have a plan in place who to throw up there in in case something happens so it was good
1: Awesome man! I have. I did, how many times have you got to see Slipknot in concert? I have oh, never. I've caught Corey Taylor more than once, but I've never Slipknot.
2: I want to say four times I've seen him now since their Inception. What four times?
1: What do you think the best uh, live uh, incarnation of the band
2: was? Well, uh, they opened. They played Oklahoma City back in two thousand ten, two thousand eight. Uh, it was during their Iowa when the I- Iowa album came out. So, their second album, so it was, early, album, yeah, it was yeah. early. That was their best, I think, I've seen them ever. Yeah. It was like the first time they had their drum riser that came up and did circles and stuff. First time they had Fire. It was like their first time really being a huge band when they just took over the world during Iowa. Back when Corey Taylor would command the crowd to get on the ground. He jump like, the oh, fuck get up. On the, yeah, yeah. Well, here, jump up. Everyone jump up. And so, all the 18s, I'm on the ground. <laughs> and <then> he's like, <laughs> Jump the fuck up! And hey, you jumped the fuck and, up. My whole <laughs> body is tingling because it's so awesome. Man. Was, yeah, that yeah. was the best I've seen him. Man. He imagine. didn't do that in I Home. I was hoping he would, but he didn't.
1: It, it, you know, it, it makes you kind of wonder. Like, you take a band like the Rolling Stones. Okay, R.I.P. Charlie. But uh, it's like uh, you could see that tempo of that type of band going into old age. You know, that bluesy kind of groove rock. These like precision and and on the beat type metal bands. I'm wondering like how how long can you carry that aggression to a live setting? You know what I mean? Like once you get up in your 50s and and 60s, it's like, can you can you do it anymore? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's an awful lot of weight to yeah. carry. So,
2: no, used to they used to beat each other up <laughs> like, you know, like fight for real, and uh, they didn't do that this time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean. I mean, there are older guys that play really extreme metal music, but they don't move around anymore. They just stand there. Yeah, But, yeah. I don't know. It's still cool. So, I don't know. It's just, it depends on the individual a little bit. All right. in Perseus, we have, uh, every guy is in a different generation, different decade. So, we got Jeremy's in his mid-40s. I'll be 38 this year. Alex is 34. And our drummer's 26. You know, Youngster. pretty spread out. <laughs> yeah. So, Jeremy's got more energy than all of us. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> fucking going, man. Jeremy, is a, Jeremy can do it all. <laughs> Dude,
1: I know when we were at the Blue Note, just bullshit, and then y'all were just doing a sound check, and he opened that mouth, and
2: fuck, that's a sound check, buddy. Jeremy's got <laughs> a hell of a scream. The late singer of Perseus has a hell of a fucking scream.
1: Yeah, yeah shout out to the guys in Perseus. Yeah. So, so who are all the guys now, and and. Uh, What's their what's what are they playing here?
2: Sure, uh, uh, Jordan Gorath is our youngest guy, drummer. Uh, just graduated ACM music school. Uh, he does it all, dude. It, we, Jordan grew on me when I first met him. I didn't think much of him; he's a young kid. But now he carries us. I mean, he does the drums, the tracks, the lights. He sets it all up. A lot of a lot of the show is, is Jordan. So you see Jordan give him props, and he's a kick-ass drummer too. So, and then you have uh, Alex Farinas, who was in a Tulsa band, Ultra Blood, who uh, saw us play once without a bassist because we did shows with just me and the drummer once. And Jeremy, we needed a bassist, and he got on, did it. So he jumped on. So we took him. And Alex is Alex is the live show. That guy runs around the stage. He loves what he's doing, and it's very contagious when you see Alex playing. Like, damn, that guy's having a great time. <laughs> so It rubs off on me, too. I'm like, I see Alex going nuts. I'm like, oh shit, oh,
0: yeah, I'm going nuts, too. And it bounces off the crowd, but too, that. you know.
2: And uh, Jeremy, of course, Jeremy's the front man, always went nuts. Uh, Jeremy hasn't been able to jump, he likes to jump into the crowd and crowd surf. He hasn't been able to do that lately, but at Rocklahoma, he got to do it because we had about 400, 500 people oh, in nice. front of us. That's when his nuts almost got torn off. <laughs> 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 but whole, luckily, he was by a hot chick. So, that's there like, you go. go. <laughs> uh, so, and, and we need a second guitarist. So, we had one. That, his name was Ryan Monroe. Ryan, shout out to you. But um, he jumped on board, learned the songs. Um, he was like, When can I play a show with you guys? I'm like, As soon as. Here's what we do we'll record our practice, we'll watch the video. And if it sounds decent, you can do a show with us. Maybe one or two mess-ups is okay. Anything more than that, we should probably wait until you do a show. So he got to a point where he he was ready. We did some shows with Ryan. He was, you know, just doing Rhythm Guitar. Ryan has a full-time job at an electric company. Uh, Wife, two kids. You know, he's a busy guy. And... um, it came time to do Rocklahoma where you have to buy a ticket, you gotta commit to stay there four days, you know, um, and he couldn't do it. He mm. just, he couldn't get away, uh, nobody to watch the kids, you know, so He just could, life, you yeah. know, so, uh we recently, we just lost Ryan, which is, sucks, but, you know, it's just life, you know, it's the way yeah, it is. Yeah, so. it happens. So, uh, the search for a second guitarist continues, you know, we just let it happen organically, so if, if you're a guitarist and you want to be in a band that is busy, that's all I can promise you. We're busy. so. Well, I'm a guitarist. So there's no way I can copy your licks, bro. Sorry. I wish they were mine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm only the sole songwriter on one song, but uh, I can play the shit, so if you, can, if you can copy what I'm doing, you can play <laughs> in the band, and you got good shit. So yeah, if you are if you want to be in a band, man, hit us up. Guitarist. Well.
1: Uh, we'll definitely put that out. Yeah, that's kind of what we had in mind anyways as far as the whole More Bands Media Network. Mm-hmm. Just, you and know, the, uh, put it out there. Artist Network. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, you guys got any upcoming shows uh, yeah. in the, the early fall? Anything with the state fair at all? Or
2: Yeah, we're playing the fair tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, nice. Uh We played it last, on the uh, 2019, on a Thursday, I think, at 6 o'clock. This year we're on Saturday night at 9 p.m., so we had a good spot. Cool. At the State Fair, the banshell stage. So, if you're there, come check us out. Uh, after that, we'll be playing Halloween, I think, in Medicine Park, Oklahoma. That'll be fun. Um, Dallas, in Deep Ellum, December 3rd. That'll be a fun one. Um, that one's a free show at, at Wits End in Deep Elm. So, if you're in Dallas, you know Dallas. Come to see us December 3rd. It's so a Friday. Uh working on a carnifex show carnifex might be coming to tulsa
1: dude ron holy shit dude that guy like he'll he oh, i don't know what to say you dig him holy <laughs> fuck yeah
3: just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh, it's... oh yeah this uh this isn't i mean this seems like really really hard He's like, yeah. He's like, off. yeah. I had problems
1: learning this lick, and then he's like,
3: I'm like, how long did that really take you? Because like last week, you
1: said the same thing and put a video up. I'm like, come on, man. I think you're just Can't. showing off at this point.
0: We got we got interviewed.
2: <laughs> we got interviewed just recently, and our drummer pointed that out. He goes, you know, if you're uh, the question was, do you have any advice for young, you know, guitarists, musicians? And Jordan said, very wisely, he said. Uh, a lot of times you'll see guys on YouTube internet that just smoke you. They're just so awesome. You'll never be that good. He said, don't let that dis- discourage you, you know, cause no one is as good as being you as you are. As long as you, uh, embrace your individuality, right. you know, you might not be the, the most awesome sweeper or whatever guitar sweeper <laughs> but, i
1: mean well it's almost like any other any other language like you recognize someone by the sound of their voice the tone of their voice how they say words you recognize guitar players the same yeah. way you, know?
2: you embrace yourself and yeah. what you do best um then that's good enough you know that's good enough so yeah like you said some guys in bands are so awesome and when i think about that too i think about bands that are so awesome i will never be that good but Either they're not me. I'm me. They're not me. You know what I'm saying? I like, embrace myself and keep myself going, trying to get good, and, you know, you get results.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's boring running through those scales, but yeah, it does help you in the long run to at least have that knowledge, you know. But I still uh, could not ever keep up with him. There's mm-hmm. just no way. So <laughs> shout out to Ron Ramsey, man. I love you, buddy. But holy shit Keep it going. Keep it going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, man. Those are some pretty fantastic
2: uh, parting words. Do you have any tunes you want to you want to put up? Sure. Uh, Self-aware is on our uh, first record. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Let's check it out. Do it. Right, what was that one called? Self aware.
1: Self aware,
3: Perseus.
2: Self aware about being self aware. Hey man. You ever, of that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you ever read Gary V? <laughs> Gary V Yeah, self aware. Being
1: well, self aware, yeah. Alright, well, um I think that about wraps it up, man. Um I like those those good parting words, man. Just find your own style. I dig that.
2: Embrace yourself. Embrace your own style, yo.
1: Hell yeah, man. Gomez, thank you for being with us, bud. I appreciate it, Brad. I uh,
2: appreciate man. it, guys.
3: Jonathan, take us out, bud. All right. Uh, the Local Earshot Podcast runs on the value-for-value value system. That is time, talent, and treasure. We value everybody's time for listening. And as for talent, if you are inside a band or you are inside the music industry, uh, you run a venue or anything like that, uh, we'd love to hear your story, uh, bring you on the show, and just talk about music. And uh, then as for treasure... If you want to donate to the show, you can go to localearshot.com slash donate, uh, and we take crypto. And I'm I'm having a lot of free time, so I'll be working on uh, getting all that stuff good to go. Dude, and you're put, gonna like, be partying your balls and like off. What are you talking about? I I am not. <laughs> I want to remember this event. I'll be I'm lying. Send you, send you a text I'm, message. You'll be I am lying in the on the air right now. <laughs> I I totally am not going to do anything wrong. I am I'm going to be a model citizen. That goes and watches the, the, the event sober, uh-huh and, and, and not doing any of the uh, the marijuanas: the marijuanas any of that kind of stuff. I'm not going to do any of that.: I'm, Well, I'm, I no, expect I'm a, a good full good report person. either way. So, if you are in a state that you cannot remember, so we, record it. Remember we, to hit we that. We actually, uh, um, so, so, we're, so we're clear, because his band member's name is Alex. My my buddy, Alex Elam, uh, awesome dude. Uh, he's the, actually the co-founder of More Bands Media. Uh, he... Um, you know, whenever we go out there, like we we actually wanted to do a recording, but I was trying to find a mic that would plug it into the phone to so do a, a play-by-play so whenever a band sucks, we could be like, man, I don't know, Cotton, man, I, I think they just did a really, really bad job, and uh, that band sucked.
1: Commentary. <laughs> yeah. Like those two Muppets, the two old men in the balcony. Hi. Ah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: so. All right, man. I'll see you guys later. We love y'all. All right. We'll see y'all up the road. All Thanks, right. guys. Have a good one.